December in elementary classrooms can be a bit chaotic. Exciting, but chaotic. The kids' energy is high, and maybe you feel like you're just hanging on until winter break. Well, teacher friend, I have the solution for you. It's time to embrace the chaos and plan fun activities that you and your students will love this December because they're engaging, meaningful, and they don't take a ton of time to prep. Are you ready? Let's jump in. Welcome to the Teacher Time Podcast, a space where teachers are empowered to take control of their prep time so they can enjoy their time off guilt-free. You know how teachers are always working long hours? Here, we're changing that norm together by tackling your biggest productivity questions and planning challenges. I'm your host, Stephanie Polovchik, kindergarten teacher, toddler mama, and your very own productivity mentor. I know what it takes to get your important tasks done so you can consistently work your scheduled hours as a teacher, and I'm sharing it all with you here. In this community, we believe that you can be an effective teacher without sacrificing your free time. So let's ditch that constant cycle of overwhelm for teacher time strategies that work. Why? Because your time matters. Hey, teacher friend. Welcome to another episode of the Teacher Time Podcast. Today, we are talking about fun activities that you can use in your elementary classroom this month. I know, I know, December can be kind of a crazy time because, well, the kids know that a break is coming. They likely have a lot of fun and exciting things going on in their home lives, and that carries over into school. But I have to be honest with you, actually. I love December in the classroom. Yes, even though it can feel a bit crazy and high energy at times, especially in kindergarten, I do love it, and I think I know why. It's because instead of feeling a sense of dread about the craziness that comes with this month in elementary classrooms, I try to take on the mindset of embracing the chaos and planning activities that are meaningful and get both the kids and myself excited. So it's a win-win for us all. Now, I'm not saying there aren't days where I'm exhausted. I'm not saying that I'm not also counting down the days until winter break because let's face it, that is my favorite break of the entire school year. I love it. I feel like at this time in the year, we all need it. But I still am able to not just like get through it, but I'm able to enjoy those couple of weeks with the kids before our winter break starts. So today, I want to share a few fun activities that you can use in your classroom this month too to hopefully help you embrace the chaos and Just have a little fun with your students in a meaningful way. Okay, so the first activity that I want to talk to you about goes along with a gingerbread theme. And you've probably heard me talk about using themes to help you plan before. But if you haven't or if you want to hear more about this, I will link to a couple of other episodes where I talk about it. um, So you can hear more about the benefits of using themes to support your planning. But This first one goes along with a gingerbread theme, which is one of my favorite themes. It might be my favorite theme of the whole school year, to be quite honest. I don't know exactly what it is, but I I think it's just that the kids love it, and this theme really lends itself so well to a lot of really engaging activities that are not difficult to set up. So one that we do every year is we read The Gingerbread Man Loose at School by Laura Murray 
And then a follow-up activity to that is to create a poster indicating that the gingerbread man is missing somewhere in the school and the students have to tell where they think he's hiding. So I'll post a picture of this in the website show notes so that you have a visual to go along with this idea. But essentially, you're reading this book about the gingerbread man being loose at the school and then you're introducing the idea that, hey... What if the gingerbread man is loose in our school? Now, I do have another resource that goes along with it, and that includes a missing poster for you, and that's our gingerbread man scavenger hunt. So we actually like take the kids on a scavenger hunt around the school. There are clues that the gingerbread man has left, and then when they get back, that's when we do our missing poster to make the rest of the school aware that the gingerbread man is loose in our school. One thing we also do with these posters, you can, of course, just hang them right outside your classroom, but we do go around and hang our missing posters around the school throughout the hallways. So it's something fun that the kids always look forward to, and it's exciting, and it's easy, and it ties in writing and drawing and labeling, and it's one that the kids always love. So that's a simple one that you can do. I also have another activity to share that also goes along with Gingerbread Week, and this is creating patterns using gumdrops. So I love to pair a little story behind this. So when we are creating gumdrop patterns, I tell the kids that the Gingerbread Man community is building houses and they want gumdrop paths that are repeating patterns. So they want gumdrop paths leading up to their houses that are patterns. So the students have to create those patterns with gumdrops and then record them on a paper so that the plan can be replicated for the gingerbread man. Again, if you want this lesson written out for you and some done-for-you patterns, these are included in another resource I have, December Math Tasks resource, which I'll link to in the show notes for you. Um, Or you can just keep this super simple and give your students gumdrops and let them create patterns and then record it. Another activity, another, honestly, it's like a staple activity that we use every single week in our classroom is counting jars. And so I want to share a way that you could use this activity in December. So the cool thing about this is that it's really easy to spice things up with counting jars. It's easy to keep it fun and exciting for the kids throughout the year without having to like change a center all the time. So this is like a constant center in our classroom that students can go to. And the only thing I do is just like update what's in the counting jars or I change the amounts in the counting jars. So it's really simple to keep up with and it's exciting for the kids when you change the counters or you even use like something as simple as themed counting mats as a space for students to count and organize. So anyway, the activity, the way that you can use counting jars in December is you could have the students count marshmallows for bags of hot chocolate. So I like using them with like actual hot chocolate counting mats, just like a picture of hot chocolate a hot chocolate mug, and then the students have to, you know, flip a card over that has a number on it. They read that number and they count that many marshmallows onto the jar. Or you could have, um, you could have like a bag of marshmallows already set and students have to count to find out how many there are. So that's just a simple way to incorporate counting. And of course, depending on the grade level that you teach, you could easily differentiate this. So first or second grade, you could have students count sets of 10 and leftovers to determine how many there are in like a higher amount. 
And then the final activity that I want to share with you today is to spend time learning about each other's traditions. Because your students are likely really excited about different holidays that they may celebrate this month or even just around this time of the year, they're going to want to talk about it. And it's a great time to give them space to do this and to incorporate it into lessons on traditions. So you can have each student create a poster about their family traditions. This could be something that they start at home and finish at school, and then you could give each student time to share, whether that be through like a share chair where, you know, one student sits in the share chair and shares at a time or partner share or a gallery walk, which is one I love using throughout the year. So that's where like students put out their posters or whatever their work is, right? And Everyone walks around and observes and looks, and depending on the age of your student, you could have them even leave comments on like post-its as well. So just a quick recap of a couple of activities that you can use this month in December. You can have your students make a missing poster for the gingerbread man. They can create patterns using gumdrops, actual gumdrops. They can practice counting with things like marshmallows. Or and or they can spend some time learning about each other's traditions and create some piece of writing or poster or display that shares about their family's traditions. So I want to link to a free resource for you in this episode, and it is a December planning freebie. And in this resource, I am going to show you how to plan out your month with a really simple template. So inside of this download, you're going to get simple tips, three tips to help you get your planning done more efficiently. And you're also going to have theme ideas for December to help kickstart your planning. And then of course, a template that you can use for the month of December. All right. So I will link to that in the show notes for you. And of course, I will link to any other relevant episodes and the activities that we talked about. You're also going to want to visit the website show notes if you're listening to this right now through like, you know, Apple Podcasts or whatever, because I will put some visuals in there so that you can see what that missing poster looks like or the gumdrop patterns, things like that. All right. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today and for tuning in. If you liked this episode, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts so that we can get the word out to as many teachers as possible about this podcast, the Teacher Time Podcast, and ways that teachers can start to work smarter, not harder, get organized, and spend less time working on the weekends. So thanks again so much for being here. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved what we talked about here and want to connect further, you can find everything you need on my website, www.teachinglittleleaders.com. And if you loved this episode in particular, share it with your teacher friends by taking a screenshot and posting to Instagram stories. Make sure to tag me at Teaching Little Leaders so I can see it and reshare. I'll see you next Tuesday. Have a fabulous week.